You are listening to the Process for Profit podcast. We are here to help you, the creative small business owner, put more efficient operations into your business to increase your profit and impact. We're going to give you the systems to create a solid foundation in your business to allow you to build your empire. Hey there, I'm Brittany Dixon, systems queen and process for profit strategist. You're going to hear about solutions and strategies that allow you to make a bigger impact doing what you love instead of wasting hours doing what you don't. Come on in and let us organize your overwhelm so you can get back to your zone of genius. Hey guys, welcome back. So today we are going to dive in and give you some tips for leveraging LinkedIn and growing your business and helping us is John Keel of Improve Together and Improve Results. So John, thank you so much for joining me today. Brittany, I've been looking forward to this for two months. Oh, yay. I'm so excited. So how long has it been? I think we connected at LinkedIn Local initially. It's probably been a year ago, right? About a year. Yeah. So we connected and then we've had coffee a couple of times and done some networking and I just, I love what John's doing. So you can read about him and his bio and everything in the show notes, but John, why don't you dive in and tell us a little bit about yourself and your journey and kind of how you got to where you're at. Sure. Well, this is a second career for me. I actually had a first career they can read about in the bio. Yeah. Uh, Sold my business in 95 and grown it from five to 15 million over about a five year period. And I just, I needed to get out to, needed to get out to save my family. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which I did do, by the way. And uh, 48 years of marriage, that's a long time. But uh, so I'm sitting there at home one day and, and uh, I had I'd gone back to Xavier in Cincinnati through the executive MBA program and was on the dean's advisory board. And Dan Gideon, the dean, called me about two weeks after I left and said, let's have lunch. And he said, hey, I'd like you to teach. I love to teach. Yeah. And he knew that. And uh, so I, I, I adjuncted in the MBA program there for about a total of seven or eight years. And, uh, that was, a, that was a lot of fun. Uh, about two years into that, after class one night, Brittany, this was January 97, I had two guys come down after class and say, what do you know about the internet? They were business. <laughs> and there were all of 72,000 websites in the world, uh, at that time. And so I, I went online for the next seven or eight weeks since I didn't have a job. And when I say I went online, this was at 1800 baud. Uh, this was uh, like, you know, you, I had to, had to walk five miles of school each way. It was uphill <laughs> and in the snow, you know, that was the old days. Yeah. And uh, I saw it quite frankly as, 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 a, as a tool that would be great for business. You know, there was none of that going on or not much of it going on. And so got real smart, connected with uh, five mentors. I remember calling them on the phone and I didn't do email. I didn't reach out to them on email. I just called their offices and said, would you teach me what you know? And these are five grandfathers of, of online marketing. And uh, they said, yes, if you pay us. That's one of the things I learned about mentoring. With mentors, you go to them. They don't come to you. Yep. You pay them. Yep. And, and you do what they suggest. And so I did all those things and came back to Cincinnati uh, about six months later and uh, thinking I'm going to kill Kill, kill, kill. You know, I was so smart and all this stuff. And I had a lot of connections in town. And after six months, I had zero success. And I remember my daughter one day telling me uh, as I came home complaining, she said, well, you're doing it all wrong, Dad. And those of you <laughs> with kids, especially if they're a teenager or adult, you know what I mean? You don't want to hear what they say. She says, you're going about it all wrong. She said, you're trying to convince people that they should do something. 
And she says, why don't you just find people that have a problem? Yeah. <laughs> and help them improve their results, which is where the name improved results came from. Oh, that's awesome. And uh, so that was a, that was a positioning change. I still knew nothing about marketing. I knew how to sell. I'd sold for years. Knew nothing about marketing, but still positioning helped. And, and uh, about a year later, I went to the new dean and s- suggested to him that we develop a course, MBA level course, because there wasn't anything within 250 miles of Cincinnati. Uh, and uh, Xavier being private, he said, no problem, do it. So I did it. And I taught that for four or five years. And uh, that just led to all kinds of other things, exposure. You get instant credibility and authority when you do that. Yeah, for sure. You don't, you don't have to, you only have to be one week ahead of your class. Oh yeah. You only got to be a little bit ahead. <laughs> as long as you're a couple steps ahead, then you're good. <laughs> they think you're pretty smart. Yep. And, uh, I took advantage of that, and and that led to working with larger companies. Part of the story is, I had probably ten or twelve students who came through the program, who all worked for agencies, uh, advertising agencies in Cincinnati. Yeah. And Cincinnati's a big branding agency town with Procter and Gamble and Kroger and so on. And they said, like, we don't know what we're doing. Would you be our hired gun, as we're dealing with our big Fortune 500 clients? So over about four years, I dealt with all these Fortune 500 clients, and decided right away, or, or say right away, I was a little slow on the uptake, but I never want to work with a publicly held company again, and I've remained true to that promise. Uh, I consider them to be uh, big, dumb companies, quite frankly, and they are, they, are, they are not the net job creators in America. Yeah, We are entrepreneurs, small business. So the last you know, 15 years, we've just been focused on small business, helping small businesses increase revenue and grow using a myriad of techniques. But, but really, at the end of the day, it's all about, uh, it's all about the strategy. And, and many of the principles we use were written about 100 years ago. I mean, this is how, this is how old this stuff is. Scientific advertising was written in 1918, which is a book every entrepreneur should read. So... That's that's how it started, and we've gone up and down. We've had some big failures, yeah. but more more successes, and uh, that's that got me. I guess till about five years ago, uh, we said, "Look, what do I really enjoy doing? I I enjoy working with small business, and I define small business as anything under fifty million in revenue, and just increase their revenue. That's what that's the biggest issue I see that many businesses have is they just aren't growing. They they don't have enough revenue coming in." Yeah. So we got very focused on that. I never use the term marketing in any of my collateral ever. I've never used it because people don't want to spend money or invest money in marketing. They want the results that will give them, which is increased revenue. Yep. And sure. that's sort of the story. So we got focused on that and that's been our total focus. Uh, primarily working with million and up in revenue businesses, increase the revenue. And we say, and if you qualify, we'll guarantee results. Yeah. So then how, how did you guys kind of transition then during this crazy pandemic in 2020? Because a lot of the, a lot of those companies, right, are struggling for things. And there's a lot of these other entrepreneurs and solopreneurs and business owners that are also struggling. So I think that kind of leads into the LinkedIn piece and and the thing that you did with that. So what, what did that pivot look like for you? Well, the pivot for me is actually on March 1st, I was supposed to go over and pick up two $20,000 checks. (laughs) And they called that morning and said, we're going to put this on hold for six to 10 months. Yep. There goes cash flow. 
Yep. <laughs> and uh, we didn't lose any clients through this, you know, ongoing clients. But in terms of new business, you know, right yep. down to the bottom, none. People yep. just didn't want to talk. So uh, after about 15 minutes of sucking my thumb, I said, okay, <laughs> what do we do now? And I guess they call it a pivot, whatever. I developed a free coaching program. It's, a called, it's called the Slingshot Challenge. It's a 14-day program that we kicked off, and we've had a lot of success with that. And it's just basically how to pick up an hour or two of every day. It's productivity. It's all about productivity. Yeah. And uh, got a lot of good response from that. And then some people that I pay attention to, and I because I have several coaches, they said, you know, you've been in business 45 years. Why don't you use the stuff you've been using with your big, bigger paid clients that they pay you to do in, 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 uh, in a done-for-you solution? Because our engagements with typical larger clients are done for you. We do it all. So I put together a DIY outline and was working on that pretty hard. We wanted to kick that off in uh, August. That would be a paid program for, quite frankly, for smaller businesses, because I found that many businesses, at least in, in, in this area, uh, that I knew had and had met since I moved here a year and a half ago to Columbus, uh, were not in a million. Yeah. In fact, they weren't even at half a million. And they were just trying to get through how do I make this thing work, my business? And so uh, we sort of, the shift came, go to where the market is. Who is your market and who do you know? And we're, we are beginning to see a turnaround, by the way, in, in the traditional, but it's not fast. Yeah. And uh, back in February, right, just before this whole shutdown started, uh, I've been using LinkedIn. I, was a, I became a LinkedIn subscriber, I think it was 2004, 2005. I didn't know anything about it. I thought it was just a, a job site, yeah. and it was back then. And didn't know anything about relationships, building relationships online, social selling. That's all that that really is. Yeah. And uh, so I was sitting about two years ago at about fifteen hundred connections online, and I would occasionally post, not very often. And I didn't know anything about really posting what you post and how to do all that. Worked with a friend of mine, and we grew that from 1,500 to 9,500 connections in about 15 months. I mean, that's not great. It's good, but not great. At the same time, I did not have relationships with many of those people because I'd never connected with them other than the initial connection. And stopped paying him uh, about a year ago. And my uh, another friend of mine who had known for five or six years, Said, you know, there's there's some stuff going on that, you know, when you when you post a post, how many views does it get? That's the real question. Yeah. <laughs> and I I might get a hundred, maybe hundred and fifty with ninety five hundred connections, which was terrible. <laughs> and he said, well, I'm gonna bring you into a little program. It didn't cost me anything. Uh, well, it cost me some, but not a whole lot. And let's just try this. And uh, so I did. And my first, I remember my first post was April twentieth. My first post had 1,500 views. Wow. That got my attention. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and uh, I got on the program of posting three times a week because that, that's pretty important to do, be somewhat consistent. Yep. Not every post was 1,500. Most They, they all were over 1,000 views. I had a couple that went to 4,000. And what I found, Brittany, was that people were beginning to reach out to me and wanting to connect. Yeah. So as opposed to before where I was reaching out to people and connecting, 
I'm getting five to six connection requests every day. And actually some scheduled phone calls out of that. And, and during that same time period, it was about two months, I had 12 posts that went trending. Wow. Which is good. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and uh, Mark, my now partner, uh, said, well, the, 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 you know, we were using some software to, do, to put it all together. So still a lot of manual processes involved in it. Yeah. And uh, he said the uh, people that uh, put all this software together are in the UK and they want to expand. They had about five or 600 worldwide subscribers using this system. They want to grow it to 10,000 in the next year or two worldwide and the market's there. And so we had a call with the CEO and the uh, first thing out of his mouth was he's a great guy, by the way. They've been doing this for like five years. And he said, yeah, we, uh, we want to with people, we want to work with people that we uh, that we know and trust. Yep. And so he says, I've worked, I, I have selected the five partners we're going to work with. Well, I wasn't one of them because I just started working with them. <laughs> and I'm there on the call and I'm saying, why am I here? And Mike said, but he said, I've got a certain reputation. I've got a good reputation online out there since I've been around so long. And they said, would you like to be number six? He didn't have to ask twice because... <laughs> I know where LinkedIn is going. Yeah. And, you know, it just crossed over 700 million subscribers a couple of weeks ago. Oh, wow. Worldwide. So we started working on that idea, and that's where we came up with Improved Together. And we went live around, uh, I think, the second week of August, and primarily promoting that through uh, what I call master affiliate partners, people that I, Mark and I have both been around a while, know and have big lists of people. And when I say big list, you know, five, 10,000. Yeah. And we do webinars. That's awesome. And at the same time, through my local contacts here, you know, through uh, H7 and some of the other networking groups, just I'm talking about it all the time. And yep. had, people, <laughs> had people reach out to me and say, well, how do you get started in that? And so I, yeah. We put together a little video that shows it. And, That's awesome. And, uh, and we're approaching 100 subscribers. We're nowhere where we thought we would be or wanted to be. But it is growing. We're making money, profitable pretty fast. Yeah. Do you feel like you're spinning your wheels in your business? That you sit down to start your day and before you know it, it's 5 p.m. and the day is over and you just don't know what you accomplished only to do this day in and day out? You're throwing spaghetti at the wall. You have no routines, no strategy, no systems in place, and you're working 17 hours a day. If this is you, you need to check out our free masterclass now. How to work smarter, not harder, and double your revenue will give you the clarity, confidence, strategy, systems, and support to get stuff done without the overwhelm and without working 17 hours a day. Check out our free masterclass now at b.link forward slash training to learn how to work smarter, not harder. So I think a lot of people are using LinkedIn incorrectly. (laughs) So what do you, what are some of those things that you see people doing wrong on LinkedIn? Because I definitely get those like connection requests and then immediately like the spam, let me sell you the thing. <laughs> so what are some of those things that people are doing wrong on the LinkedIn platform? Uh, here, here's the, the first thing is that LinkedIn says itself that 99% of its users use it ineffectively. Yep. That's a big number. And what they mean by that is that people... of their subscribers post content less than once a month. And that's not consistency. That's what I'm doing. And uh, today I'm, you know, again, at least three times a week. 
So that, that that's the first thing. And ergo, because they're doing that, they don't tie into the LinkedIn, LinkedIn algorithm or what we now call the LinkedIn feed formula, okay. which we do. Uh, and, and that's, that's the key to, to getting the exposure. You know, I, I was at a meeting yesterday and I said, you know, what we do is your LinkedIn post will get 300 to 500% increase in exposure. Yeah. Period. Yep. And, uh, it's first, it's first about getting exposure, I believe. And, and I'm talking good content, not salesy content. Yeah. Yeah. And I was, I was going to ask like, what is the, so we all know consistency is key. We have to post consistently on all the different things that you're doing or it doesn't work, but what's the best kind of content to post on LinkedIn? Well, uh, I split it. Most of my content, well over half my content is about, uh, not about me, but it's, it's, you know, who am I? What's my business about? Uh, what do we do? Um, how have I been inspired? Where have I helped? Uh, why do I do what I do? Yeah. Uh, and so on. There's a formula around that. In fact, we, we give that out when uh, when people become subscribers. We've got a whole documentation on that. And then my post this morning came from, uh, we have what we call a cookbook. It's a content cookbook. 25 fill-in-the-blanks templates. And my post this morning was a day in the life. Yeah. And I just laid out my schedule, what I do. Because people ask me, how come you're so productive? Yeah. <laughs> This is what I do. And uh, it, it really is about who are you? Because at the end of the day, people don't really care what you know. They care. They care. Do you care? Yep. Who are yep. you? Yep. There's so much BS out there. And there's so much, there's a lot of BS out on LinkedIn also. Yep. So that's the type of content. Then I will then share. Oh, I'm trying to remember. You know, what's your customer? Do you know your, your customer avatar? I, I mean, I did a post on that. Do you know who your customer is? And here's how you develop one. Uh, yeah. It's, it's the whole concept, Brittany, of value first. I give value first without any expectation yep. of receiving anything back. And that seems to work. Yeah, now, awesome. The other thing, the thing that you mentioned when people connect, when they use these automated emails that come to me and say, hey, uh, thanks for connecting. By the way, let's schedule a call. We don't know each other yet anyway, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Let's schedule a call. I want to share with you all about my thing. Yep. Blah, 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 blah. I, I immediately disconnect from them. So they are no yep. longer a connection. Yep. That's not, it's all about relationship, building relationships, asking questions, finding out what's going on in people's lives. Yeah, for sure. That's yeah. I mean, you, you have to make it personal. Like, and most of them that I get are like finance. They're like, Hey, let me show you what I can do with your finances. I'm like, Hey, I don't know who you are. No. <laughs> like, exactly let's talk first and like get to know each other. And then if it makes sense, then we can talk about that. So yeah, I mean, I see that a lot, definitely in the messaging and, and the connection requests. I know that posting consistently is hard for a lot of people too, myself included, just because we have so many things going on. But when you're not posting consistently, it doesn't do things for you. So how can you kind of then take that content once you have this plan in place and you're starting to post consistently and you're connecting and, and engaging and all of that, how can you start turning that into clients? Well, I'll tell you what, my, my approach is I connect with somebody and we may have a couple of messages back and forth. I said, it looks like we, you know, it's, it's very low key. Yeah. You know, I don't really sell per se. Oh, never. for sure. But it looks like we have some things in common. You know, if you'd like, I'd be glad to, I'd be glad to ch- have a chat with you and, 
I can tell you about what we're doing. You can tell me about what you're doing. And if we go from there, we yep. go from there. If we don't, no harm, no foul. Yep. So it's yeah, very- I, I do the same thing. I, I do a little bit of social selling as far as like messaging and that kind of thing too. So it, it, it's about connecting first and like, yes, we have stuff in common, that sort of thing. And then asking questions. And then if it leads to a direction that it makes sense to get on a call and chat, then let's do it. If not, then I'm here if you need me. Exactly. And I think part of that also is, uh, at least for me, I've got 12 posts that have trended that LinkedIn says are really good. Yeah. And so I will share links to those in, in a message or two. Say, hey, I thought you might want to see. Yeah. Here's a recent trending post. And that, yeah. So I'm like doing. anchor content that it speaks to the things that you do, but it's value that they can get. And then if it makes sense and they relate to it, then they can continue the conversation. Exactly. And it's, it's, a, it's a matter of building authority and, and credibility. And that's, it's all about authority and credibility where you get to know, I like, can trust. Is there plenty of people out there? I mean, <laughs> I get the investment questions and, and, and then people who've been working at a place two years and, 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 and <laughs> not that that's bad, but they have no, no credibility and their profile, yep. their pro- LinkedIn profiles are terrible. Yep. <laughs> Yep. I got a lot of those messages and then I delete them very quickly. (laughs) So what kinds of tips do you have for those business owners that maybe they're just getting started because of this pandemic and they're transitioning to entrepreneurship because they maybe had to, or like they got let go from their job or they're just getting started and they're not very far in that journey. Like what are those things that they need to be focused on to improve their results and, and actually grow their business instead of spinning their wheels and not doing anything? A great question. And, I, and I, there are three or four things that I always suggest to people because I talk about this every once in a while. Yeah. And, and, and I think the biggest thing is who do you trust? Yep. <laughs> and there is so much stuff out there online. And if you have kids that are getting all their, you know, their schoolwork online, you know, who knows who, <laughs> what the resources are? It's who do you trust and how do you find them? Well, I ask. There are very few, very few people today I can make five phone calls and find somebody who knows them. And I check them out. Who are they connected to and, and, and find out who knows them and what's their experience. I mean, you can't hide today. So no. it's who you trust. And I think the, uh, the, the other thing is, is understand that I, today I've been in this business 23 years and I invest a fair amount of money, but I didn't start with a fair amount of money. I started much less. Yeah. Um, with with coaches, I found some people that I trusted would coach me, and they had they they had helped other people I knew. And uh, over over the years, I've invested a ton of money, yeah, uh, in 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 that in in just learning, because this is a continuous learning process. Yeah, and, I th- I think that's one of the key differentiators between successful and not successful businesses is the ones that are willing to invest in coaching and mentorship and somebody that's a few steps ahead of them and can kind of walk them through that journey. Um, I've hired numerous coaches over the five years I've been in business and bought the courses and programs to keep keep continuing the learning and it, it's it does never stop. It's it's continuing all the time. Yeah, and then when and if you decide to work with other people and I call those partners and I've, I've done it wrong three times. So the tunes we were talking beforehand, <laughs> uh, I've, I've had three partner arrangements over the last 23 years that are literally cost me over a million dollars cash. Oh my gosh. One almost took me out. Yeah. But I don't quit. 
And you've got to be very, very careful. I, I work with people that are only, I call it equally yoked. We believe the same things and we have the yep. same same thought processes and mindset. Yeah, for sure. World, and quite frankly, same worldview. It's so, so key, so important. And today, I would never do a part being involved in something where I was not the majority part owner. Yeah, you got to be really, really, really careful of who you let in to the business. I mean, it's essentially like you're getting married to the person because that's really what you're doing, right? <laughs> like you're, exactly. you're going all in. So definitely have to be really careful with that. So how do kind of systems, processes, productivity, you touched on this a little bit and kind of For like sure. your routine and how you got that stuff done. How does that stuff all play into helping you grow your business and also helping others grow their business? Well, uh, mine is all about my habits, my daily habits. Your habits make you. And, you know, my particular habit is I get up at five every morning and I have two hours of analog before digital time. There you go. <laughs> and I, in fact, that was my post this morning. And I had five comments back that said, they love that idea. It's not my invention. Right. So I, <laughs> I didn't check email before I do through. Yeah, I think we all just need that reminder. We all love the idea, but until it's a habit, it's really hard to do. Another one, uh, Brittany, and we didn't talk about this, is social media is a killer or can be. Yeah. I don't see that. To me, there are two types of social media. There's social social media and business social media. Yep. LinkedIn is a business social media tool. Uh, For most people, Facebook, Instagram are social social media tools. I don't even look at Facebook until after five o'clock every day. Yeah. Because it, it's, it's insidious. And all of a sudden an hour later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I definitely think you can use the, those tools for business, but you have to be really intentional. Like I, I use Instagram and Facebook both and have gotten clients and business from it, but you have to be really careful with it and make sure you don't go down the rabbit hole of the social side of it and then lose an hour of your time. <laughs> oh, here's another, here's another hack. It just came to me. Yeah. Um, I think you'd probably agree that 50% of this people in this country think one way and 50% think another. Yeah. And I don't post, I don't put anything out on social media that takes a strong position that could piss off 50% of my audience. Yep. It's just not worth it. Yeah, definitely stay away from political, religious, any of that. That's all. Yeah, that's that does not come into the the business world. (laughs) Yep. Not a good idea. The other other, uh, thing is write down your habits. What habits do you have right now? Probably you need to modify them. And I only say that because I continually have to modify mine. And it's all about getting your head right and your head and your heart straight. This has nothing to do with spiritual or anything like that. It's just, yeah. what, where are you? You know, do you have a good relationship with your, with your spouse or your family? Uh, if not, I guarantee you that's going to cause problems down the road. I promise you. In your business. Oh, for it. sure. Mindset, mindset will break a business. It, it can for sure break a business. Yeah. And so that, and I needed some outside help on that. Although I, I know how to handle it myself now. Yeah. But still, I have people I check in with. Definitely. And it's, it's all about the, the people that you're listening to. It really is. Yeah, I actually, I bought a course. It's called Shift 365. And it was literally a mindset 
upgrade video every single day of the year. And then obviously you can go back to them and, and that sort of thing. But I just started back into that because I could feel my mindset slipping just with all the crazy stuff going on in the world and the kids and the school and the just everything. So I dove back into that program and even just like eight or nine days in, I'm like, holy moly, this makes a huge difference. <laughs> and, and you know, if, if all I do is get 1% better each day, and you compound that over 365 days, that's 38 times at the end of the year. Yep. It's amazing. Just little incremental improvements every day and consistently do it over, you know, over a year. That's 38 times. That's the math. And the other thing I do, one of my productivity hacks is we turn, we don't watch any news today. I don't subscribe (laughs) to any newspapers. I watch no news. Yep. That's uh, probably the best thing for you. I figure it because, and I won't say ever, but occasionally we'll, we'll turn on. And yeah. it's just, after 10 minutes, it's so depressing. Yep. <laughs> it's a while for my head to get right then. Yeah, for sure. Well, John, um, I'm going to wrap things up here, but you, you've been in business longer than probably most of my listeners. Do you have any like really good nuggets of wisdom or like really important business lessons that you think would be helpful to help them move forward, whatever stage they're in? Here, here, I mean, here are just some several ideas, Brittany. Uh, and it really gets down to remember you're not in this by yourself, even though you're an entrepreneur. Don't think that you have to do it all on your own. Yep. Have enough humility and get rid of the pride about reaching out to other people saying, hey, I got a question here. I'm stuck. I need help. Yeah. I but think again, we all we all get in our own little bubbles for sure. I'm definitely oh yeah. guilty of that. And part of that also then is 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 just uh, it gets back to that pride and humility thing. It can cost you a lot of money, and cost you a lot of time. And and the thing about money and time is that money can always be replaced. I mean, I've done it, yeah, several times. Yep. <laughs> uh, but the thing I cannot replace is my time. Yep. That's the one asset I have that I'm very jealous of. I guard that, jealously guard my schedule. Yeah, absolutely. And, that's awesome. So where can people find out more about you? Do you have any resources you want to share? Sure. I mean, if, if, if people are interested in the LinkedIn thing, just go to improvedtogether.com. Awesome. Everything's there. Uh, it talks about the, the problem that most people have, and then the, here's the solution we've developed. Uh, so there's that. Uh, just to find out more about me personally, it's the improved results. It has my whole story and kind of what all we do. Yeah. Uh, and again, we... We work with a million and larger businesses. And the whole reason I started the some of the coaching, I, I started a private personalized coaching program also in the uh, shutdown yep. was because many of the people that I was talking with and knew were not in a million, yep. but they wanted to take advantage of my experience and wisdom. So yeah, absolutely. My blocks of time at a significant discount, I'll say for my normal rate. Yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Awesome. Well, we will drop all of those links in the show notes so you guys can go check those out. You can go check out John's bio and everything about him and definitely go check out the LinkedIn platform because I think leveraging LinkedIn as a business owner is huge and not enough people are doing it. So, um, John, thank you so much for coming on. I've loved chatting with you as always, and we will see you guys soon. Brittany, thanks a lot. I really enjoyed this today. Absolutely. Absolutely. 